Salutations! <laughs> and welcome Whoa. to the 80th episode Holy of crap. the In the House podcast, the official podcast of Scouts' House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group yeah. of the Louisville City Football Club. I am your host, Evan Floyd, and I am slap me in the face fantastically <laughs> excited about being here tonight. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's a thing. Oh my goodness. It's a big thing. All right, so full disclosure, Andy and I both appeared on a uh, on a joint podcast just last night discussing yeah. this game. We're going to try very hard not to just rehash what we talked about last night, uh, but if you haven't gone onto the uh, Barrel Proof website and uh, listened to that pod from last night, I strongly encourage you to that do so. That was a good one. We had a really good that time. That was awesome. It was just a good group of uh, Loose City fans all yeah. hanging out, spending some time, tipping some beers. It was yeah. pretty good. It was awesome. It was pretty good. Plus... Cheese stories galore. Oh so uh, please go back, have a listen. Uh, mostly, I just think have as much lucidity content as possible but in a championship game, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you cannot have too many hours filled with lucidity stuff no. this week. So get it all is my strong, strong suggestion. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to talk some uh, some championship game. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Eastern Conference final. Uh, because it was magical, uh, and we'll rehash that some more. Um, but mostly, we're here because we're just so darn proud of these boys, these men, this team. It's 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 bordering on embarrassing how wonderful it is to be a fan of this group. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled, thrilled that we are in this position again, and I want you to take a little bit of time. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, meditate, cogitate, think a little bit about how special this is. Not just playing in a third straight final. That is special as it can be. But playing in a third straight final at home, in front of our fans, where 7,000 plus of our best friends are all going to get to sit there and watch it with us and uh, either commiserate a tough loss and an end to an awesome run yeah. or celebrate a third freaking star. That has literally never been done before. No, USL. no, no, no. Never, never in the US. Not, not ever. And uh, I got some fun statistical okay. stuff about that for later in the show. But uh, before we can get to any of that, I'm going to have to welcome somebody in because I can't handle the emotional weight of this on my own. <laughs> So I'll need uh, I'll need the big shoulders, oh, and I can think of only one person suited to this job, who tonight is coming to you from a fish fry in Bali. Ooh, Andy Frederick, yeah. Andy, how are you? I'm good. I love fish. Yeah. I love fried fish. Yeah. I like Bali. It's yeah. a nice place. I would imagine. It's I've heard a it's nice lovely. Place. Is there any snow on the ground in no. Bali? No. Anywhere at all? Probably ever. Like, you have to go pretty far to get to a place from Bali. You have to go where pretty there far has from been Bali. Snow. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Uh, no, that's Andy. I mean, come on. I can't even. No, I can't. I can't. I'm. This is probably. I'm probably more proud of this of this season than any of the ones that I have uh, prior. Sure. Because of the amount of adversity we dealt with. And yeah. Because it was all, you know, they won't make it far in the playoff. They won't. There's no possible way they could do a three-peat. There's the, all of that. Yeah. I like that we have just spit in the face of everybody who ever said anything to that 
effect. Effect. Hey, I agree. Uh, it's been such a strange year. And not just because we come in fourth and we had to pull some magic tricks out even to finish in fourth. Yeah. It's just been, we had such a long lull in the middle of the season. We've had years before where the the middle of the season sort of turns into a bit of a trudge. Yeah. And you, you suffer some weird losses or some tough ties. Last year was like that, yeah. But we had a much longer period of it this year yeah. where it really felt like, are we going to find our way out the other end of this? And uh, I'm thrilled that we did, and that we're here. But let's 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 talk about let's talk about indie first. Okay. Uh, we would flip a coin about 20 shows ago, but now we're just, we're just gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about indie. It was it was transcendent <laughs> yeah. because indie could not have written the script better than how it turned out. Like that, that is exactly how they would have wanted the game to be. We didn't even take a shot in the first 90 minutes of this game. A shot on goal never occurred for us in the first 90 minutes of this game. I feel like it was a pretty predictable game for them as far as how they played. Yeah. The game that they played. Yeah. I feel like it was predictable. You knew basically how, what they were going to do. And they came out and they did it and they executed it really well yeah. for 90 minutes. And I'm sure... That accidentally, in a pregame speech or whatever, he was like, we're going to play a great 90 minutes tonight. We're going to go out there and we're going to impose our will for yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. And he forgot to mention that the game can go just longer than 90 minutes. Yeah. Because it did. And uh, <laughs> listen, we, we did a play-by-play -play and a blow-by-blow -blow of the game last night. And so, go, like I say, go listen to the yeah. Barrel Proof podcast. It's worth your time. Great co-hosts. Great everything. Awesome. But I'm, so we're not going to do that. But I'll, I'll we'll revisit the fact that they scored up first on a pasture goal, which they did in all of our games against them this year. And everybody kind of expected that pasture would be the, the person to watch in this game. And he was, and he, he was. came through. He had one real chance on goal. He played. He sat deeper than usual in this game. Yeah. Uh, but his one real chance on goal, he converted, and uh, that's brutal. It's brutal. And the atmosphere was really great. Like, give call a spade a spade with Indy. Uh, I'm not. I'm starting to have actual negative feelings towards their fan base now, which I kind of like. We talked a year ago, a year yeah. and a half ago, about how this needs to be the primary yeah. rivalry in the uh, at least in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And it never really felt like one. Like, we, we created Lippa FC. Uh, again, I think it's Taylor Sorrells who invented it. I, if I'm yeah. miscrediting that, I apologize. It was a novelty kind of, yeah. And, and they were a fine team, and the, there was competitive games, and it made sense that it would be a regular, but it didn't feel like there was any juice. No. The pieces were there. Yeah. The and, pieces were there. And the cleverness of the fun around Lippa FC, Lipath, whatever you want to call it, was all good. Mm -hmm. But it still felt manufactured, and it felt it didn't feel lived in. It felt like hey, mm -hmm. it felt like Halloween, like we're yeah. gonna dress this up like it's a rivalry for one day a year. And uh, but it it doesn't feel that way today. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a rival. That's a scary team we're gonna have to deal with yeah. for the foreseeable future. And uh, it, I kind of started hating them a little, like that great sports hate. Yeah. Uh, and I was standing in front of the Brickyard Battalion in the second half when that goal went in and when Abdu's shot went off the bar and the vitriol coming off of their imagine, yeah. off of that group, especially towards the one dude in a big purple coat. 
Uh, <laughs> Way to take it. Right? Yeah, uh, it was it was a lot, and uh, and none of it was inappropriate in a way that you wouldn't expect it to be. Right. It was good. They were good enemy sports fans in that game, and I, I kind of loved it. I kind of yeah. it made me it made my my uh, my blood boil, but in that competitive way. It was because well, you gotta hope that teams that we play say the same thing about us. Sure. You know what I mean. Uh, somebody and I apologize, whoever on Twitter posted this because it's a it's a it's a classic, and I wish I could remember who posted it. But somebody posted the uh, the GIF of uh, "Are we the baddies?" Yeah, and I was like, that is yeah. so true. Suddenly yeah. you look up and you're so we live in our world where to us Loose City is so great and everything mm-hmm. awesome about it, and we're thrilled to be a part of it, and yay. Everybody else must just just hate us. Fucking yeah, hate us. And the things that we think make us great, like the the groove machine mm-hmm. and uh, the the really solid crowd size and the turf monster and the like the stuff that yeah. we, we all joke about and have as a part of our insular world. They gotta just hate it all. And I've never I've yeah. never taken a second to think about it. I'm a St. Louis Cardinals baseball fan, and the St. Louis Cardinals have always been pretty good, and we've also always been pretty lucky. And so the rest of the baseball world kind of hates us, but there's the Yankees, and so it doesn't matter. Cause, and there's the Red Sox, and everybody hates those two teams way more than they hate us. Yeah. Even the Reds who hate us, everybody hates the Yankees and the Red Sox yeah. more, and so yeah. it's fine. I'm not sure there's anybody more. We are the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> we're the we're we the are. Yankees of the 1920s right now. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. I liked that they that they were enjoying it to the level they were while they were ahead and giving us the business. Yeah. And uh, they deserved it right up until they didn't anymore. Yeah. And amazing. I hope it was goal. Hubbard's God. dodge to get out of the way of the Loved goal. It. Um, the faces on the people in the background when the goal was scored, the crowd are magnificent. You bastards. I mean, you yeah. magnificent purple bastards. The crowd noise, the joy, the unbridled. I'm certain everyone in the building, indie fans, mm-hmm. Loose City fans, everybody knew when we scored that goal, we're going to win that game. Yeah. I tried to stay, you know, there's a long way to go. We don't have much defense on the field. This is going to be a tight. I still couldn't even convince myself. I was like, oh, we got this. Well, we talked about last night. There's something we do when we score late like that that just demoralizes a team. Yeah. And I also think it speaks to, you know, when we start going into extra time, there's a little bit more juice to us. Like, we Mm -hmm. seem to outlast. Like, when you watch the last 20 minutes of that game, like you can tell, Indy. Like everybody's like tired. Sure. Everybody's gassed, but Indy looks extra gassed. They did. They did. And part of it is we uh, we talked about this too. So I won't belabor it. But I mean, we're 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 a very versatile team. Yeah. And so all of our guys were basically playing roles that they're used to. Our attackers attacked until they didn't have to, and our defensive players, when they came on, only had to defend. So I mean, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. you're doing what you do, Indy had their entire shut-the-game-down defense on the field, mm-hmm. and suddenly they're being asked to go up and get a goal. 
And that's not what that group of guys do. You bring Illy on and hope that he can manufacture something. But, I mean, ultimately, it was a very defense-first team. Were you surprised how late they brought Illy on? No. They needed. They waited until they knew they needed a goal. And, frankly, I think they would have been perfectly content to go to PKs once we tied it. Yeah. I think if it had gone nil-nil through the overtime periods, they'd have been like, sign us up. Great. Because, like I say, I think everybody knew... Once we got that goal, it was going to be hard for them to keep us from getting a second. Yeah. And as it turns out, a third. Uh, we get the second goal. Magnus, again, at this point, it's a, it's, it's a party. Uh, everybody's just going absolutely crazy. That was a gorgeous goal. Uh, Abdu's flick. Brian's oh cross. And we talked on the show last night about uh, Brian looking tired uh, throughout the second half and into overtime. He turned the gas on for just a second. It was like he had saved that one little reserve gear, and he turned it on for just enough time to get by and to make this cross, and then Abdu with the perfect touch, and Maggie just burying goals this year. Burying them. Burying them. Uh, and then, you know, you're just, like you said, clearing the ball as much as possible, and uh, we get one good clearance that goes in the direct in the direction of Brian Omi. We get the foul call again, and Luke finishes them off. The smoke comes up. We look around, and it was only Indy fans there to celebrate an Eastern Conference trophy. Yeah. I'll tell you this: let you inside a little. I think I haven't gotten to compare it yet to the other two Eastern Conference cups. Okay. I think it might be bigger. I think they may have given us a slightly bigger cup this time than the other two. Oh, like sheer size, like actual yeah. physical size like, of the cup. I think it may actually be bigger. <clears throat> it may just have seemed that way in the moment, but I think that it might be a slightly physically larger cup, which makes me wonder if the cup we will receive upon a successful victory on Sunday, knock on wood, uh, I wonder if that would be the same size. Because they showed a picture of the box online today. Oh, yeah. They showed that it had arrived in town, so it's here, and we want it to stay here. Yeah. Uh, but it's arrived, and the box looked like it might be bigger. So I'm wondering, with the rebrand from USL to USL Championship, if there might be something different sure going on is. about this cup. Because the game is not called the USL Cup anymore. No, which is dumb. It is the USL Championship Final. And you got to keep cup in there. And we would win the USL Championship Final trophy as opposed to cup why can't you just call it cup call it a cup if unless it's not a cup this year like whip that bad boy out let me see it yeah but why would you break that much tradition but that's the thing is how much because i mean really the usl as it currently exists really like 2011 that's eight years Hmm. Now, I mean, there were different versions of the USL that existed before it, but like the way that we really think of the USL, it's like eight years. You could do a rebrand in that time, in that amount of time. Yeah, I mean, you could. I want to see that trophy. I want to see if it's another cup or if we're gonna have a, a different kind of trophy. Maybe there's been stuff all over the media, and there already been pictures, or maybe there's a silhouette of it, even in like in the logo or something. That I just haven't ever noticed. It could very well be the exact same thing. But to me, if it is the same, why not just call it the USL Championship Final Cup? I I would think it was a mistake to get away from from the cup as a trophy. I would too. Because otherwise, if we were to win, how would we imbibe copious amounts of bourbon and champagne from it? Yeah. 
If we were to win. If we were to win. I'm really hoping to find out. That's all, that's all I'll say. Okay, uh, Ego, we talked at length about the party that ensued, the mm-hmm. joy, the, the feelings. Do you have anything you need to add to any of that? No. All right. Well, then let's just say Eastern Conference champions for the third year in a row is really freaking awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. And John Proctor on... Has, uh, has that been done before? Uh, no. John Proctor on Twitter, I think it was. I get my social media is all jumbled together. They're but, all basically uh, the same. Posted something about how uh, no American professional sports franchise yeah. has won three that. in a row since the 1999-2000-2001 Lakers. That's a little wild. That's that's an entire person who can vote. Yeah, has never seen a yeah. three-peat in their lifetime. Now I don't know how far he dug in. Like I don't know if that includes like second division hockey. I don't know if that includes like minor league baseball. I don't know how far he dug in for this. I thought about doing some research, and I just I just lost the energy to try to determine. I couldn't bring myself to spend time on IHL Wikipedia. You know. Do it. You do it. No. Yeah, you're a dad. You've got stuff to do. <laughs> you got diapers to change. Good stuff. Speaking of, the crowd wants to know how's Leo. He's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's can, awesome. Can he clear a ball off a back line yet? Almost. Okay. Almost. All right. Keep working with him. He he'll give Hubbard a run for his money. Love it. Love it. Uh, if Chris Hubbard becomes like a generational goalkeeper and he plays keeper for us for the next 17 years. And your son comes along as a prodigy at 17 or 18 and uh, takes Hubbard's job, that would be oh my God, remarkable I, on I two fronts. <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it would be remarkable for There's Hubbard. There's a lot of stuff to digest there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would, you'd get to pack a lot into that. Um, all right. <clears throat> Playing in a final again. We're into another again. finals week. It's obviously a different animal for me this year because I work for the team and so all my opinions are my own and don't necessarily reflect the opinions of Louisville City Football Club, any of our subsidiaries, affiliates, or partners. I'm consistently impressed with how you work it in. I know. I appreciate that. I know I say it every show. I'm just saying. I I really, I I plan these things for you now. Thank you. Just because for your appreciation. Thank you. Um, But no, my, my, my championship week is a lot different than it has ever been before. Uh, in the past, I've always not had anybody specifically to talk about yeah. it with, and yeah. now I do, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but the other bit is I'm really busy. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. And so I've got stuff that is keeping my mind off of the actual game. My mind is on the mechanics of the game. Right. But not on the, the, the how we are going to play and how are they going to play. And I hope we win. Like, that's not what I'm agonizing about. I'm agonizing right, about, right. like, you know, I hope there are enough VIP parking spaces. Like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, there are, for the record. Just, uh... <laughs> Throwing it out there. We're good. You take we're good. Um, let me talk a little bit about the mechanics of the day. Yeah, walk, well, yeah. What, what are, what are you, what are How's it going to be different from last year? We still don't know about Cardinal Alley. Okay. So, as soon as we have that information, I think it'll happen. I think it'll be open, uh, but we don't have control over Cardinal Alley at all. Right. That's a privately owned uh, organization, and so they get to do what they want to do. I think that it'll be there. I think it'll be open, but I am not making any kind of promises about it. Uh, 
What I do know is the tailgate. Tailgate kicks off at 2. Mm-hmm. 2 p.m., Cardinal, uh, Cardinal Stadium parking lot. 10 bucks to park. Park your car or just walk up. Yeah. But uh, right in front of gate 2B, mm-hmm. you'll see where, uh, where the tailgaters, Doug, and all of his uh, cohorts are set up, cooking up a storm, yeah. getting you ready to roll. I'm told there will be delicious food. I'm told, like, like, you know, delicacies. Well, it's a championship. Yeah, they don't mess around. Yeah, and they good. haven't messed around all year. And let me encourage people, if you're going to come, and I encourage you to go, mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to go, bring a buck or two, throw it in. Like, yeah. they are completely donation-based. The rest of this comes out of their pockets. They're doing this because they love the team, they love the fans, they love being a part of the family. Uh, but they're doing this out of their pocket. So if you've got a couple of bucks that you can throw at them, don't just show up and eat their right. steaks and then walk away like, that was awesome. Bring something for them. Yeah. Or, or paint them a picture if you can't Do afford something. a few bucks. Knit? You know? Anybody knit out there? Yeah, if, you are a, uh, if you're a cross-stitch artist. Yeah, here you go. Something. Something nice. Yeah. Something functional, maybe. Just a suggestion. Just, yeah. So uh, 2 p.m., Lot will be open and you can get in. If you try to get there before 2 p.m., they won't let you in. Lot's not open until five hours before the game. Now, I'm going to say this, and I haven't said this even to my bosses. So I was sitting in the meeting where we discussed this with U of L's operational staff, and they said uh, 2 p.m. for when people could start mm-hmm. tailgating. Okay. And I was like, great, awesome. And then later in the meeting, they said five hours before the game starts. I was like, I wonder if they think this game's at 7, because otherwise it would be 2.30. So I don't know if they're mistaken about what time the game starts or if it was a misspeak, but they told me 2, so I told everybody 2, so we're partying at 2. I may have inadvertently bought everybody an extra half hour of tailgating. We'll take it. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. The hidden half hour. Now, if, as is likely, the head honchos of facilities management at U of L listen to this podcast as so many of you do. Uh, they may now tomorrow, we're recording this on Wednesday night. We'll record it. We'll release it Thursday. Assuming Kenny has the time. Uh, we'll release it Thursday morning. They may be at that time. I may be getting a phone call yeah. as you're listening to this. I may be getting a phone call yeah. saying the game starts at seven 30. Well, okay. Tailgating can start at two 30 cause it's five hours before the game. But until then, I was told two. I wrote down two. We kept saying two. It's two. Have Lynn call him. Dr. Lynn call him. Okay, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's fine. Um, so that's another piece of the functionality of this game. Okay. Dr. Mark Lynn. The. At this point, you got two stadiums. The, the Dr. Dr. Mark, Mark Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Uh, will be performing the coin toss. He did it last year. Oh, he's done it many times, yeah. and his record is yeah, very good. You know who I will not say is. how uh, how good it is, but I'll say that it's very good. Mm-hmm. I do know somebody else who has a good record. <laughs> he posted it today, and I was like, Ooh. it was actually a little interesting about whether or not we were going to be able to let him do it because really? apparently uh, the USL thinks that he likes to uh, meander a bit through that song. No worries on that front. Joe Valla is locked in, yes. singing the national anthem. That's what I'm talking I love about. his version of the national anthem. I think he does a great job. It's 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 got just like two or three little fun 
detours from the perfectly classic national anthem than however Francis Scott Key wrote it down. And uh, I think that they are magical. Fun and fact about Francis Scott Key. Lay it on me. My wife is related to him. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's interesting. It is interesting. Does she write music? She does not. Okay. The music of my heart. Sure. Well, that's that's <laughs> freaking there adorable. Kobe Dorch. <laughs> She's not even going to listen to this. Before. No, she doesn't care. Um, all right. So that's very cool. Joe Valla, Dr. Mark Lynn. Yep. And we will not talk about how good their record is, but their records are both very good, are good when they sing the national anthem. And so hopefully that will continue. Uh, very excited about both of those developments. If you have stuff that you want in the stadium, all right, stuff. We talked about this last night, too. And it bears repeating. It does. If you have stuff you want in the stadium, and I'm talking flags, banners, drums. instruments, drums, anything that is not something that will fit in your clear bag per the UofL clear bag policy, yep. you better darn well get it to us at 5 p.m. at the tailgate. 5 p.m. at the tailgate, we're going to march. We're not going to march, march. We're going to go in with all of your stuff. If you've got your flags or whatever that you want to hang up, that you want to carry, that you want to wave, get them there. 5 p.m. Because they will not let you in the gate. Will not. And I can't help. Like, oh, no, I know Evan. It doesn't freaking matter. They'll be like, we don't know who Evan is and we don't care. So it won't matter. Uh, I know people had to throw stuff away last year. That sucks. I know people had to like run back to their car right before kickoff. That sucks. I did. And I'm telling you, avoid that. Yeah. Um, okay. Actual march, 5.45 p.m. You want to get in on the march, 5.45 p.m. from the tailgate line. And if there is a march to get in on, this is the it's one. this one. Agreed. Agreed. It's this one. Uh, the front office is not in any way running it. We just worked out logistics for where people could go. So if you want to march, go march with the uh, Coopers, with some of the Scouse House folks. Go get it. Go get at it. Very cool. Uh, Friday night. Nope. Saturday night. Ooh. Saturday night. Do tell. O'Shea's. Really? Downtown. Really? 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. in the basement. Okay. Happy hour. Oh. With the USL and with Lou City. And I'm okay. assuming, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming higher-ups from uh, from Real Monarchs as well. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, come on. Come have, a, come have a couple of drinks. Uh, apparently we're going to do some giveaways, which they're going to need to inform me about because I generally do those. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways. We're going to be... Uh, this might be a dumb question. Will the team be there? I doubt it. Okay. It's the night before a game at a bar. I doubt it. Like, it doesn't feel like someplace right. they'd be. Do you remember, like, in the 70s and 80s, all the stories that came out about professional basketball players and baseball players who would get hoisted oh, the yeah. night before a massive game and then have one of the best games of their career? Sure. I just saw the about Michael Jordan got wasted one night yeah. and then had one of the best games, the highest scoring games of his career the next day. That's not shocking. Yeah. I would rather not find out how well that works. <laughs> you don't want to chance it? No. And the advantage of that was that all of the other players were also wasted the yeah. night before. And so you were just equivalently better than you are than, than you already yeah. were. Yeah, okay. 
And I cannot guarantee that the Swope... No, Swope, Jesus. Whoa. Sorry. Sorry, Real Monarchs. Uh, I can't guarantee that those guys are going to be getting wasted. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna invite for that to happen. But uh, get over there. Come hang out with us. I will be there at the very least. And you can have a beer with me for an hour. And, but you also might see some of your favorite uh, USL personalities. Do not take this as a guarantee. You might see some of your favorites, uh, former fan favorite and current, uh, you know, uh, USL uh, employee Scott Stewart will be in town. We'll like be hanging that out. That guy's and great. Scott was a delight. We've had him on this podcast. Yeah, we have, haven't we? We have. Uh, his partner on the USL uh, on the USL produced pod. Uh, Steal some time, Kelsey Steele. Okay. Also in town, they're gonna be recording a Steal some time tomorrow night. Oh. I believe at Distill. I believe okay. it said live. That's all I know. So it's gonna be live. I don't know if they're inviting people to come to that or not. We should crash it and show them. That's how it's a done. USL question, not an Evan question. We should crash it and show them how it's done. We could. We could. Move over. Yeah, <laughs> get out of the way. So you know, there's stuff going on this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jake Edwards, president of the USL, definitely in town. Could theoretically be at this happy hour. Theoretically, uh, Brad Estes. If you've heard of him, I imagine he would be an invitee, if nothing else. We like that guy. Yeah, delightful. It's a great guy. He let me He's use. Awesome. He let me use his giant Yeti cooler for all of the fan beers on the buses yeah. for the away trips. Yeah. He's great. He's plus, awesome. plus, you know, all of the actual work he does. Right, right, right. But mostly the right. cool... Mostly he's just a nice guy. Yeah, it's still in my truck. Oh. So, I'm just saying. Um, sorry, Brad. I'll give it back to you tomorrow. No. I think that's all of the, the actual... Build-up stuff. Stuff. The press conference. Okay. Friday afternoon... You're probably not invited. Like, if your media and actually your regular media credential will not work. You have to seek media credentials. Yeah. Uh, so that's not much of an announcement. But I mean, there will be a press conference, so that I'm sure you'll get footage of that. You should. Watch I don't it. think I'm even invited to that one. You should so. watch the press conference. Absolutely. Just watch it. Okay. Find out more. Last year, my the favorite thing I've ever said on Twitter, and it got like. Six likes. So it's not one of... Nobody else is considered it an all-time classic. But I took a picture. I got to go to the press conference last Mm -hmm. year through random finagling and bribery. And uh, Didier Drogba was, you know, the player in the thing. And so it was Hack and uh, Chance, the Phoenix coach, and Drogba and Del Piccolo up on the stage. And I took a picture and I posted it on my social medias and I said... uh, Today I got to do a cool thing. I took a picture of one of the greatest football players ever and, and Didier, Didier Drogba. Drogba. I thought it was extremely clever. clever. No, Nobody gave a damn at all. That seems rude. At all. But I was proud of it. Uh, I will yeah, not be... I imagine Paolo and the captain for uh, Real Monarchs, who could be anyone... I have no idea. It's I don't a simulation, know. so uh, I don't know. I don't know if they about. put a C next to somebody's name in the in the computer or not. I just we were know. talking about it on the podcast last night. Other people knew a lot more about it. I mostly just nodded my head and was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true." I don't know anything about them. We're gonna get a little chance for you to do that here in a second. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, we won't go much like much like with our review. Our preview will not dive super deep. It'll mostly be about our excitement levels. But uh, yeah, so that's most of the festivity of what's going on around all this. Uh, I believe the gates open for the game at five thirty, two hours prior to a kickoff. I believe. Yeah. And so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Sunday. I hope people have taken off Monday. Did you take off Monday? No. You actually go back to work. I go back to work on Monday. Yeah. Which leads us to a question that we hadn't addressed yet. Okay. Are you going to the game? You've had to miss the last two away trips. Had to. You've gotten to miss the last two away trips as you spend time with your infant child. Yes, yes. Will you be abandoning your child? (laughs) Put it like this. (laughs) I have been given... Generous permission. Aw. From my wife. Well, that's nice. From my beautiful wife to attend the game. I will be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Behind the goal. I'll be behind the goal. With your Lucidity gear on, ready to roll. But it's a limited time offer, I'm, I'm led to believe. That this is not a uh, this is not a championship game day hall pass. No, this no, is a, this no. is a go this to the good. game. You get to go to the game. Well, it's still it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's absolutely great. And after all the work she's done for you, it's, yeah, the, it's a it's an extremely generous know, yeah. offer. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I'm still always shocked that my wife lets me go to the games, and we don't even have a baby. Uh, the, how much we owe them is yeah. uh, sort of ridiculous. <clears throat> that being said, when you go to this game, mm-hmm. what's the main thing that you're going to be looking around for? I mean, is it your friends? Is it the the general crowd? Is it a specific player warming up? Is it anything that you're just like, this is what'll say it's championship day to me? The crowd. Yeah? Easily the crowd. Because, you know, I think that there's something, we always say that there's something special about Loose City in general, but specifically the team in the playoffs. I think the same can be said about the fans. Yeah, we are a very. In my opinion, we're a special fan base. We are a very special fan base. Playoff times, super. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's oh man, on a, it's 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 fandom on a thousand. I get that, and especially going into our. Th- it was crazy going into our second championship. It was going into our third championship. I feel like it's gonna be that fandom on a thousand plus some bewilderment. Like what? <laughs> What? You again? What? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, everybody and all the fans know, or at least under the general impression, that the rest of the USL hates us. No matter what happens. They just hate us. Yeah, at this that's point. happening. We kind of revel in it. A little bit. I really hope that next year... Well, here's what I really want. is not so much their hate. I want their hate tinged with grudging admiration. Yeah. That hate where it's like, oh, those guys can just go screw themselves, but that is a nice stadium. Yeah. And man, that team is really good. Yeah. And gosh, those fans, I wish our stuff was like that. That's what I want. Yeah. But those guys can screw themselves. Yeah. You know, I want that. And we're getting closer and closer to are. that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the thing that I'm most curious about, most looking forward to about this game, uh, I've never been on the field for a championship game. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, even this past week, I was able to stand. I was able to go some fun places with my past, but I mean, I didn't get to be in order. I consider my positions mm-hmm. on the field the places I choose to stand, uh, and I definitely didn't get to last year. I was up in the stands and loved every second of it. Those stands that we build are cool. Oh man, the bleachers are great. Yeah, and it's the same company, the same everything this year. So uh, get ready. Um, but I'm really curious how the vibe will be. I think I might be able to even have a better appreciation for what the whole crowd, the holistic crowd feels mm-hmm. like from uh, where I'll be on the field for these. And I'm, I'm, I, I just hope I'm humbled. I just hope that I'm like, wow. I, I hope I get to take a moment and just go, wow. Uh, I'm really looking forward to my old Kentucky home. Oh yeah. So I don't yet know. I, I write the scripts. So for the PA about when stuff happens and how that, I don't have nearly as much control over it this week as I generally do. Okay. Uh, the USL and some ESPN and some corporate interests and everybody. There's just there's a lot of hands that go into a championship game. There mm-hmm. always will be. I don't know for a fact that we'll be singing it during the walkout. I just don't know. We'll know more about that tomorrow, or I will. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll alert as much of the fan base as I can about when it'll be. Or the, here's the thing, though: is if I don't say anything, if there's not a time to sing it on the walkout, if we're playing some other thing really loudly, they're not going to bother with it then. Then everybody will sing it at kickoff, and it'll still be tremendous and magical. Mm. And so, whenever that happens, I'm looking forward to hearing the full-throated "My Old Kentucky oh, Home." Man. It gets me going. Can you get Kiss to perform it? Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. They do a lovely version. Acoustic. It's very... Weirdly. It's touching. Weirdly. Kiss does an acoustic version of my own Kentucky. It's touching. I'm telling you. (laughs) None of them from Kentucky. No. You know, no big deal. Um, Yeah, that's the thing I'm most... About the pageantry of it all. I think Mm -hmm. those are the things that I'm going to be paying the most attention to. It's hard not to go into this game confident. Yeah. I won't say overconfident. I just think it's hard not to go into this game confident. We don't know what it feels like to lose a home playoff game. No. We don't know what it feels like to lose a playoff game of any kind in over three years. Yeah. We don't know. We don't have a... There's no. We don't have a concept of that. There's no yeah, reference yeah. point for <laughs> what it would feel like to lose a playoff game. I vaguely... Recall watching us lose in penalties to Red Bulls too, mm-hmm. over at David's house in his backyard. Remember, he got the projector yeah. up onto the under the the uh, side of his house. I vaguely remember how that yeah. felt, but it's hard not to feel like we'll find a way, uh, and that's wrong because. They're a good team. We go back and listen to the other pod for details about the team. Watch out for Michael Chang. He's really good. Uh, Tate Schmidt, r- real solid. Uh, I'm. They're powder, really good. They're, they got some nice players. Uh, we do a little bit of breakdown of how they how they attack and what they want to do. They they got some good team speed. They maybe don't press as high as the rest of the league does. Uh, go back and listen if you want if you want the analysis analysis. I want to think about our boys. And I don't even want to think about how they're going to attack or what our formation will be or who's going to start and who won't. Yeah, I just want to think about how hard they've worked to get to where oh, they are yeah. this year. And 
that's why I feel confident. Yeah. Is because I just trust this group of guys so much. And I trust Hack and Danny and Coach Budnick and Coach Mario to have them ready to roll. Yeah. And I'll trust that forever. Like, I just will... I cannot envision feeling going into a game like, oh man, I doubt it, you know? The closest I could feel that was Pittsburgh. And even in, in Pittsburgh, we predicted wins. Yeah. We were like, well, you know, it'll be tough, but we'll probably win. The thing is, the, the entirety of the season to me feels like some, it was very uh, growing painsy. Yeah. A lot of trial and error. Lot, and we talked about that. There was a hero's journey. Here. It was. It was. But we hit kind of that perfect, like, thing going into the playoffs. It's paid off for us. And at this point, you, you got to feel like they've worked too hard. They've pushed too hard to get here. They've defied too much to get here. Yeah. You mean and yeah, I agree with you. I think that's where the confidence comes from. All right. Uh, we're good. We're a good team. We're a good soccer team. I'm not positive where this team ranks against our other two championship teams or the two teams that came before it. I just yeah. I don't have a. We've got a whole off season to talk about that win lose or you know meteor. Yeah. So, yeah. although if it's a meteor, I'm probably dead too. So yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. Um, we got a long time to think about that. What we, what I can say is that this group feels tougher than the other yeah. groups. And maybe that's just because of recency bias. Maybe it's just because they aren't as good, maybe, as some of the other teams. And so they've had to deal with more crap. But I just feel like everything that's been thrown at them, they've been like, I can take that. I can take that. Yeah. We can deal with this. We'll get there. Yeah. And now I don't know I, I don't know what it would take for me to not think they were gonna win. Like I mean, I suppose if, you know, Manchester City rolled out there, I'd be like, This is gonna be a tough one. <laughs> this is <laughs> this, gonna be tough. We're gonna, gonna be a hard one. Guys, we're, buckle down. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna need to focus. Like <laughs> Seriously, focus. I want six people in the back. Right. We're going to play eight at the back and uh, Brian run real fast. Like uh, like real fast. Like uh, their slow guys are going to are gonna run by you. Yeah. We're going to need you to. No, I, I just, I don't know what it would take for me to feel like this group of guys was in trouble. I just trust, if we fall down 2-0 in the first 25 minutes of this game, I imagine I'll still be like, I won't like it. <laughs> Don't no. do that. Don't use that as like a strategy. Um, but I mean, it, even if they do, I think I'll feel like we got, we got a way back to this. We got our way. We'll find our way back. That's the that's the spirit of this team. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. My hope, my hope, is that my prediction from last night is inaccurate. So. Last night I picked one nothing. Okay. With a uh, with a goal scored by Oscar with his left foot to give us a perfect natural hat trick. Oh yeah. Of one nil victories, header from Cam, right foot from Os- uh, from uh, Luke, left foot from Oscar. That would be nice. Would be nice. I I think my actual prediction of how I think this game will go, and this is where it's going to sound overconfident. I know that. I know. My heart of hearts, I want to say 3-0. 
Yeah. I think we win this game. I think we win this game not comfortably. It's a really good team on the other side of the field. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that as the game progresses, it becomes clearer and clearer that we are the better team. I've watched, I've now, full disclosure, I have watched three complete Monarchs games. What do they look like? And I have, uh, uh, they're small, they come out of a cocoon, they got brown and, uh, no, okay. Um, and I've watched like five of their highlights packages. So okay. that's, that's my, that's my framework. This is not an in-depth knowledge of their team. Okay. Uh, they're fast. They don't. They don't press too hard, and they're not used to getting pressed too hard. In the games I watched, they, both teams were pretty content to when you have the ball, you have the ball until you don't. And when we have the ball, we get the ball until we so lose the, it. The three games that you watched, did they win them all? Did they lose them all? Did they, like, did you did Yeah, you they, I watched the Phoenix uh, playoff game. Okay. Uh, I watched their Fresno game from earlier in the year. Okay. A home Fresno game. And I watched an away game against Reno. Those were the three games. And they I won all. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Honestly, I didn't pay that much attention to the score. I was mostly paying attention to what they were doing what and how. Do. Yeah. And I'm not good at that. Like I'm not. I don't pretend I'm a scout. I just I try to learn. Right. And so the way way to learn is to do. So they're they're. They're really te- they're good technically. Like they they move the ball well. They see what's happening well. Uh, they are not afraid to go route one with uh, Michael Chang and uh, the player who can't play their leading scorer, who's uh, red carded for this game. Not even red card. He just got suspended without getting the red card for conduct. Uh. It's it's a it's a good team. They deserve to be here. The Monarchs have been one of the historically good franchises in the USL. Huh. They're very much the Red Bulls of their conference. Okay. It's a it's a two team, but not the way they play. Just their success level and what they are. They're a two team, right? Uh, for Real Salt Lake. Okay. And they are they're talented. They're they you always have good players, but they also want to win games. So they supplement. A uh, young developmental roster with real talented veterans, and you've got a nice marriage of both. And they play a style that's effective. It's not the prettiest. I mean, it's it's, it's mostly a three-five-two. Okay. They sort of sit back into four. They they rotate left or right, and it looks like a four-man back line sometimes. Uh, okay. And then uh, if they have a lead, then they drop their uh, they drop their uh, number six into the middle, and both of the wide. Uh, Full, uh, midfielders, and then it becomes a five-man back line wow. you know, when they get a lead. But, I mean, they're not sitting even then. They still want to play. Uh, they score a lot of goals. They've got 80-plus goals on the season, which is way more than we scored. Yeah. Uh, they also give up a fair number of goals. Uh, their possession number is modestly – they're like a 48% possession okay. team, which to me always says that that means that, that like I say, the, you give us the ball, we're going to keep the ball and try to find something. But we're also not going to try super hard to get the ball back. Like, right. we'll let you, if you guys want it, you have it, and we'll figure it out. Because they have the ability to play long balls effectively. Mm. Uh, I'll be curious if they change formationally without Chang, or without, uh, gosh, I, I, I have obviously forgotten the player's yeah, name, I and I apologize. That's an embarrassment for me right now. I've got a lot of names in my head, and I'm sorry. Um, but the striker who 
was third in the league in scoring this year with 17 goals, oh, okay. something along those lines. Uh, he's not playing. And so they, they're used to playing two up top. And uh, I don't know if they'll just fill in for him or if you change your formation and you play with one guy sitting up top and then three. That, frankly, they very well could line up similar to how we line up if they yeah. try to do that. Because uh, they've got the players with uh, Jack Blake and uh, uh, specifically with um, Tate Schmidt to be able to sort of control the middle of the field with a 6-8-10 midfielder scheme. Okay. They could do that. Uh, I just don't know. I, I don't – this is – it's always one of those things where you don't follow a team religiously, then you don't know. You can learn the the, the vagaries of it by right, watching a couple right. of games. but you're not going to – yeah. Think of how long it took for you watching Lou City to finally feel like you understood what they were actually trying to do as opposed to just what the end result was. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's the way I still feel about them. I know what they're trying to do. I mean, I know what the end results are and what it looks like when those results come, but I don't know what their like, team mentality is. Right. And they don't apparently have a fan podcast. That's weird. It's a two-team, so I mean, I get it a little. I'm betting most of the fanhood is sucked into their senior team, you know? I was going to ask you, what are you seeing for... Because I know we set aside tickets for mm-hmm. their fans. Yeah. How, how many of those tickets would be sold to them? They're a reasonable amount. Like, here's the thing. Because Phoenix if, traveled well. Phoenix traveled very well, and it was their fan base that traveled well. Yeah. Uh, Real, I feel like... They're using many of their tickets. How many? I'm not positive I'm allowed to talk about that, so okay. I'm just going to not. But I'll tell you that it this the it seems to me that it's probably like a lot of player families, players' families, and uh, the front offices' families. And so they're, they're bringing a contingent, mm-hmm. and you'll notice them, mm-hmm. I'm imagining. But I, I have a hard time imagining them using their whole allotment. So we'll just say that. I think I can get away with that. Um, I hope they bring a ton of fans. I hope they use their whole allotment. I mean, I want every Lou City fan to be able to get a ticket, so I hope we get those tickets back and can sell them to our fans. But also, I think it's a better environment when you've got both crowds. I liked having a strong Phoenix presence. It made it more fun. It makes the game more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it'd be kind of weird if there was just zero fans from the other team in the house. It would be strange. Which we experience <laughs> like 12 games a year. Uh, but for a championship game, that'd be just strange. So. Yeah. It's a long flight. Give me... You said 2-1 yesterday? I don't remember. Okay. Well, give me your prediction then. Okay. Make it brand new. Make it fresh. I'll give, I think it was 2-1. But I, I'll, I'll say 3-1. Wow. I'll say 3-1. Good All right. Guys. And you are getting goals from? Um, Luke. Uh-huh. He's been really good. Uh, Maggie. He's been really good. He has been really good. And because I won it for him so bad. Oscar to Paco. Love it. Love it. From Oscar to Paco. That would be, that would be a fitting goal to happen yeah. in this game. I would really enjoy that. And I also hope Abdu gets something. Okay. Abdu maybe deserves one after yeah. banging off of posts the last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I feel like he does. So, (laughs) 4-1? 3-1, but some combination of that. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Definitely the Oscar Paco, but some combination of the others. All right. Uh, I think we should probably wrap up here shortly. Yeah. It's it's been a long day. It will be more long days. We're now under a hundred hours to go, which I always pay attention to. So I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be like in the 70s or 80s. I don't even know. So we will be zeroing in. Um, I do want to to pat my own back for a second. Oh. Called it this past week with three one. Yeah, you did. Called two very late goals. Yeah, you did. Did not in any way predict how it would shake out. Uh-huh. Just that I called 3-1 and that it would involve two very late goals. That's it. Also, I did, in fact, get my prediction correct. Before the season, or before, when my prediction came out in uh, early. Oh, yeah. In, in uh, mid-August. Yeah. Uh, my prediction was that we would return to the finals. And that we would host the... No, I'm kidding. I, I said I didn't know who we were going to play, so I wasn't going to predict how that final would go. Yeah. Mostly, that was because I had the expectation that we were going to be playing Phoenix, and I wasn't sure how much of a juggernaut they were at that time. Since we're not playing Phoenix, I'm sticking with my current prediction, which is that we'll win it. So I'm, I'm sitting on a pretty comfortable prediction streak right now. Yeah, you are. Uh, I hope that that continues. God, me too, bud. <laughs> when we speak next week... Uh, yeah, we'll be. Uh, we'll know. We we may be having to go and get our tattoos altered. Yeah. Or we may be uh, having to having to console one another and uh, regret a tough loss. So, we'll find out. Find out on Sunday, but uh, next next week's pod will be our last weekly pod yes. until uh, until the following season. Um, we will be going to every other week, so we'll do one next week to talk about the championship game, and then we'll take a week off. And uh, we'll strategically take weeks off for the remainder of the off season. Yeah. Uh, we really enjoy getting to do this, and uh, I know we've talked a little bit about how we're probably not going to carry on with it forever, and that is the case. Um, probably like twenty more episodes. Yeah. So uh, seriously, thanks so much for letting us be a part of this soccer experience with you guys. Going into, awesome. I'm really emotional about this game coming up, about uh, the journey of getting here. And uh, this podcast is a big part of that journey for me. And so um, if you uh, if you see me and I look a little weepy, just, you know, come give me a hug. Come tell me it's going to be okay. Kiss him on the mouth. Well, and only if you're Glenn Grum or my wife. Yeah. Those are the only two. Um, everybody else, a, a firm handshake. We'll, we'll do <laughs> just fine. Uh, but no, it's, it's special. Uh, I, I started yeah. the pod by saying it, and I'll say it again now. Take a minute. Appreciate what this team is doing, what we've built, what this is, what the fans have built. Yeah. You don't get this everywhere. No matter how good your sports team that you support is, you you don't get this level of sustained mm-hmm. success. So I can only think of one way to go into a championship final. And uh, that's what we're going into. So, yeah. uh, Andy, all I got to say is... Go Go City!